0: Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Snake Oil Radio here on Blog Talk Radio. This is your host Jim Ventura. Thanks for joining me today. Uh if you're if you're in Phoenix where I am, you'll know that it's um 100 degrees today. Uh so much for the theory of of global warming. <laughs> well, Phoenix, I don't know, sometimes we're we're warm this time of year anyway in that sense. Uh, but, you know, I'm still in the air conditioner, so I can't complain. And the nights are just beautiful because we go down to the low 60s still, so no real complaints. Just had to mention it. Anyway, if it's your first time tuning into the show, uh, a little bit about me. Uh, my name is Jim Ventura, and I am an astrologer and tarot card reader, numerologist. Uh, I work with runestones. I work with all kinds of different types of oracles. Uh, I am a. Um, a navigational consultant, a spiritual counselor. I do private sessions uh, here in my home office in Phoenix, uh, help people with their issues, problems, things of life, as well as with their own spiritual development. Uh, and I've been doing that for almost 20 years now. also do sessions by phone. So if you're interested in any of those things, of course, you can get that info on my website and contact me uh, to book an appointment. I'm also an author. And uh, I published a book a few years back called Dirty Little Secrets, and I am uh, about to publish my second book, Snake Oil, Volume 1, which is really what our show is about. Uh, Snake Oil Radio is uh, a forum to discuss uh, metaphysical ideas and subjects, philosophies, perspectives, uh, I do I do a show uh, just about every Thursday. And in fact, this is my first show of the month. Uh, I skipped this uh, first uh, show because I was actually in Vegas last week. That's a whole nother story. Anyway, so this is technically our first show of the month. So I'm going to read my my monthly column, uh, and then we're going to talk a bit about this particular subject. Uh, today's show I want to focus primarily on this subject. And maybe any subjects that relate to it. So I'll put up a call-in number in a little bit. If everybody wants to call in with a comment, question, uh, again relating to kind of, I want to stay steer in, in this direction from much of today's show. Uh, next week's show is a listener's choice show, so uh, you'll have opportunities to call in with your own specific uh questions about what you're uh if you know if you want a mini reading for a couple of minutes or you've got a specific question you'll be welcome to do that next week. I will take uh calls uh toward the end of the show in the last 15 minutes. But again, I'm going to focus on this particular subject first. I uh this is the uh column show. So okay, so what I actually did what my column was this particular uh month was I actually did uh one of my, uh, from my first, uh, my soon-to-be-published second book, uh, Snake World Volume 1, I actually took one of the snake charms. And the snake charms are nine pieces that I added to the book, uh, in addition to the first four years of my column, that are really about specific type of metaphysical um, healing arts or methods that one can learn how to use at a personal level. So this one is called Ear Coning, and um, I kind of, subheaded this helpful or danger Will Robbins. Uh, So let me read my column and we'll talk a little bit about it. I recently did an ear coning exchange with a friend of mine. We get together and do this about once a year. We take turns coning each other's ears because it's not something you can safely do on your own. My friend was texting his brother in Utah before we got started. He told his brother that we would not be available to talk for a few hours because we were going to do ear coning for each other, then probably smoke cigars afterwards. When we began the process, my friend kept getting a series of endless texts from his brother asking why we were doing this and what it was. It took a while, but finally my friend stopped returning his brother's texts. His siblings uh, his sibling then proceeded to send texts with information and ear coning that he was getting from the Internet. Most of the texts were about the dangers of ear coning. We both rolled our eyes and laughed at his brother's annoying, disruptive need to save us from danger. This was not the first time either of us have had friends or family feel a need to save us from our potentially hazardous metaphysical explorations. Ear coning is a process that dates back thousands of years and is used by a number of different cultures including some Native American Indian tribes. A wax cone is inserted into each ear, one ear at a time. The cones are then slowly burned. Many people believe that it helps loosen and remove hardened ear wax. Some people believe that it helps balance the sinus and ear canals. In some cultures, it is seen as a beneficial way to harmonize and balance one's head or mind. It may help you to see things more clearly afterwards. Many see it as a way to create better clarity in hearing or tuning into one's spirit guides and angel messengers. I started doing ear coning in my early 20s. I found that on a number of occasions, I have received valuable results from the process. Sometimes the results are very noticeable and other times they're far more subtle. The process itself is actually kind of fun. Taking turns coning each other's ears with a partner usually takes a little over an hour. There is is uh, a need for some healthy caution since the process involves using fire to burn the cones. The tiny flame uh, toward the end of the procedure is about six to seven inches from one's head, so using caution is wise. Still, if you're paying attention to follow the instructions correctly, it's extremely unlikely for there to be any danger. The sound and sensation of smoke from the cones going into your ear canal is actually very enjoyable. The cones are often larger than 12 inches and not meant to be burned past a six inch point. If you follow the instructions correctly, the frame should never actually get close to your head. Soothing music, a comfortable environment, a trusted friend or trained practitioner and following the instructions are the right ingredients for successful ear coning. Consistently, after ear coning, I have noticed a sense of peace and a tendency to feel more decisive and balanced afterwards. I've become even more aware of this a week or so following the process. A few times while I was doing the procedure, I remembered past life connections with the person I was ear coning with. In other cases, I received insight into areas of my life or felt like pieces of a puzzle were coming together internally. A few times I didn't feel very much at all during the process, but noticed some minor changes later on. For the most part, there was not noticeable changes in the amount of earwax that I had in my ears after coning. The physical benefits seemed to be minimal and may even be non-existent. I'm still completely sure if ear coning, uh, I'm still uh, not completely sure if ear coning actually does anything or if I just believe that it does. In either case, I've continued to do this yearly for over 20 years it is likely that it will continue to do so in the future. All the hardcore skeptics are, as usual, missing the point. The belief that it is a dangerous scam and ridiculous uh, is irrelevant. Air coning is not a costly procedure, and it may actually be of real value. It is likely that it is beneficial at levels that we don't really consciously recognize. As long as it is done safely and correctly, it could be an interesting experience to explore if you've never done so. Okay, so that was one of um, that was actually one of the uh, snake charms that will go in my second book, which will be available in uh, probably December of this year, definitely by January, but I should have it available before Christmas. So, if you've never done it, highly recommend um, ear coning. You know, it's cheap, it's inexpensive, and it's kind of a cool thing to be able to do. Uh, I find people again get very, very different types of results from uh, doing ear coning and it 's funny because when I originally wrote this piece, I actually spelled ear coning ear conning uh, you can guess what the in, the uh, I- indication is from that and my my editor kept kind of catching that I kept spelling it that way in fact when i I published my uh, my uh, when I was going through the process of of getting uh final edits for the for the book. Uh, a couple times it got I caught it too where it wasn 't uh, I still was uh, missing that I kept printing it as conning, in other words, with two ends in fact, the uh, artist that designed the f- uh, the cover of the book had to redesign because on the cover it listed and, and of course it spelled conning before I actually had had caught that so it 's very funny but yeah that 's one of the things that you get you know when when you 're playing around with different types of metaphysical um art forms, often, you know, a lot of times people are are very, very aware and, and cautious about the idea that you might get scammed or that you're doing something that could be harmful. And, and yeah, there are some things that you may have to be, you know, you know careful about. I mean, you could, you know, you could firewalk on coals and you could theoretically burn your feet or you know, there's things that, that you could do. But in all cases, whenever you're doing any type of, of metaphysical exploration, you you want to kind of be, you know, learned about it in that sense. In other words, you know, uh, do a little study, find out what you're doing, get some type of of healthy awareness of uh, the work that you're doing, you know, work with an expert um, if it's something that's a little bit more, uh, you know, challenging in that sense. But for the most part, you know, uh, these processes are are really, really uh, relatively safe. And certainly ear coning would be an example of uh, such a uh, such a process in the first place. Again, when I, I first had learned about it, you know, it, it kind of came up that again it would would help with earwax and various other things. But I think that ear coning is actually a more kind of a more subtle um, uh, type of thing in terms of what it does. I think it has to do with kind of balancing out your head, so to speak, uh, and keeping you harmonious that way. Uh, more than anything else. And I think it does have a number of other properties and things that it will do that are, again, kind of more subtle that you have to kind of check out uh, to uh, really, really understand through the process of exploring it and trying in the first place. So the good side of all of this is, you know, it's not expensive. Uh, You know, again, you can pick up ear cones at most, you know, metaphysical bookstores Um, places like Sunflower Market, probably even Trader Joe's, things like that, will often carry stuff like this. You know, look where they have vitamins and and things like that, and often you'll find that they carry them too. I know you can also order them online. And, again, they they shouldn't cost you a lot of money to do it, but I, I do think it's a cool thing to check out and to look into doing. Again, you can't really do it by yourself. You've got to have someone help you do it. Uh, because, again, you are using fire, you know, so, again, minimal danger, obviously, but um, you want to be practical about that. There will be instructions with the cones on how to do it. And if they're not good instructions, go online and and get info online about how to do it, but it shouldn't take very long. I enjoy doing it. Uh, my friend and I and a number of different people have done it for years, and I've had some very cool uh, kind of experiences from it. And just the sensation and the sound, of the smoke kind of going through the cone into your ear is is pretty trippy in in like a in a good way in that sense so i absolutely uh definitely recommend it and you know uh, this particular thing i'm talking about in in my book you know i also talk about meditation and past life regression and recall all of those things as well and i will uh, introduce a lot of these subjects in future shows also um so we can we can talk a bit about some of these things Okay, so uh, I want to talk a little bit more about this, um, but I do have a couple of callers, so I'm going to uh, answer a few calls for a few minutes. Um, again, I kind of want to do the show a little bit more toward healing modalities, but I will uh, answer a question or two along the way. Again, we just have to keep it down to a couple of minutes. Uh, before I get to the phone lines, let me welcome everybody. I see some people jumping in and out of the chat room, so welcome Ice Princess 83 and uh KJ uh welcome back as well uh uh and a uh, few other guests that are that are popping in so good to see all of you guys uh so uh I'm going to pop my first call here and uh again like I said I'll you know uh, I kind of want to try to stay on on subject for today but remember that uh you know two of my shows a month are really geared for people to call in and and ask uh questions and I could take a little more time with those When I do so, so uh, check out the different schedules that I do. But I am going to take a call again. Welcome everybody. Good seeing all you guys, and hope you are enjoying the day. Let's see if I can get my caller online here. Okay, nine seven two. You're on uh, Snake Oil Radio. Uh, How are you today? I'm fine. How are you? Good. Who am I talking to? I'm Lissandra. Lissandra. All right. Uh, Welcome to the show. Do you have a question, comment? Tell me what you're calling in about, Lassandra. calling about um, the job that um, I interviewed with on Tuesday. Um, when I left the interview, they called me. His name is Jose. He called me and told me I had the job, but then he called me back like 10 minutes later and told me that um, instead they decided that I was a better fit for another position and they would call me and let me know, you know, to come in next week for the interview for the next position. So I'm just wondering if this is going to come through for me. Yeah, you know what? Let me I, I pulled a rune for you. So let me tell you what the rune is, is is saying and what will help you kind of tap into what's going on here. So let me, you know, first say before I get into the the, the psychic intuitive part, you know, you can, you know, it it definitely sucks when you go through something like that. You know what I mean? I know it's really <laughs> you know at a very basic human level i mean so I and mean, one of the things i always kind of tell people is never you know never hesitate to be a human being you know what i mean when something when something sucks you know you're supposed to feel that emotion <laughs> that's a bummer cuz you you know what i mean you told you have something and then they're like no we have something else for you you know uh you know and, and yeah, then there's another the delay and um all over again so yeah it's really 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 frustrating and and we share a parallel because i you know i have um i, I actually i have to uh, pick up some part time work uh myself uh, outside of my my normal work that i do with my sessions and my writing and things and um, I have to go in for, you know, an interview. And I usually pick up a part-time restaurant job for like one, one or two nights a week. And I have to go through the whole interviewing thing again. And I totally empathize with you. It's such a pain in the ass to have to <laughs> just go through that. You know what I mean? Like it's such a you – know, it's just that process of having to say the right thing. And, you know, I mean, all of it. And, like, you're being evaluated. And, you know, it, yeah. it can be a, a little <laughs> frustrating. So I totally – I hear you in that sense. But here's the good news, you know, and let me tell you what the rune is saying and what I'm kind of picking up intuitively. If you can get past that, the energy of being sort of frustrated around the delay, and then, of course, all those questions that go through our mind about, well, why did they not think I was right for this? And, you know, I mean, all those things that can kind of bob around in our head. And if you can get past that logical tendency that we have to analyze things and, and go into your intuitive body and really, really trust, you'll realize that, that with that particular situation, something was off kilter and something was amiss, that it wasn't really, really the, the right fit with what was happening with that previous situation. And so I'm not feeling like it was a rejection of a lack in you. Again, I feel like it just was something about it not being a right fit. But what I'm hearing intuitively is that they liked you that they, you know, there's sort of that sense of, well, we, we want to find something for her here. So I like that, and that feels like that's going to come through uh, within the next week or so. So I feel like there's going to be another type of a fit that you're being kind of reconnected with. So I like the energy of that. I feel like you, you impress them. That that you did good in that sense, but again, what I keep kind of hearing from Spirit is that it it definitely can be one of those things where your mind is like, you know, what did I do wrong? You know, what what is it? You know, what did I do wrong? What do I have to do now? You know, so there's there's quite a bit of um, you know stuff I hear kind of going on mentally. But the rune that I pulled, I pulled the rune for you, and it came up flow reversed. And flow reversed means that. You know, uh, sometimes we have to be careful about overreach or excessive striving, or to kind of go beyond the power that we have at this moment towards something. Um, I kind of get a feeling like with the work, uh, and I and here's the good news: I feel like you're going to be working, so I know yeah, that's the starts on it, on so. A, it starts on the twenty fourth, so that's think. What, like, what a week yeah, or you're, so. Yeah, you're definitely going to be working. I like that. That feels like that's going to happen. But I keep kind of hearing like it feels like you have to kind of climb. You know, there's a climbing up the ladder. There's a learning. There's all the baloney that you do at the beginning of anything in that Mm -hmm. sense. In the tarot, there's a great symbol for this. It's the six of wands reversed. And the six of wands reversed, it always has to do with business and work and and enterprise. And when it comes up reversed, it means like I always call it the – that process that you go through when you start a job and you have to kind of be a bit of an ass kisser, you know, where you have to kind yeah, of because I have time in. <laughs> you, have to, you have to play the game. You know, you know, it's funny because I totally like every time I've ever done a job. Like to me, that's kind of part of the game. You don't go into a job and think that you're going to run the show and that you're going to override anybody. You kind of have to figure out who's who. You have to kind of kiss up a little bit. You got to kind of prove your worth. And then after a brief amount of time. You know, then, of course, you'll get privilege and you get, you know, you get appreciated. You have to kind of carve out your existence to be wanted there. The way I have always done that myself, too, is like, I mean, I don't call in sick. I don't come in late. I always do my job well. I fill in if they need me to. You know what I mean? I've always been that way. And it was always funny when I would start jobs and someone, and I'd work somewhere for a year, and then some new person would start and be like, how come Jim Ventura always gets this? How come he always gets this? Because you're not him. <laughs> you know what I mean, like you know I mean, to me it was like, how do you, what do you think you would start something and be at the top initially? You know what I mean, like it doesn't work that right. way, so I, I see that six of wands reverse energy coming in, but it's good again, because I feel like you're working. The other message that I'm getting I want to throw this at you too, is I pulled an angel card and it came up Akasha, and it said, uh, "You are a spiritual teacher, you have the ability to connect to others to help them uh, awaken their spiritual gifts and their divine life mission." There's there's more to this. There's people that you're meant to connect with, there's things that I see that are in this structure, and that's why you're being rewired. Okay. So, pop out of the the analysis head of going. What do you mean? I'm I'm not good enough for this or you know, I mean, get out of that. It's it's a complete waste of energy. It it's a it's a it just wasn't the right fit, but I am hearing that you did impress, so it does look like it's a go. Okay. Well, thank okay. you. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Good touch chatting with you. Thanks Hi. for sharing your uh, your your personal life. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Best of luck. Thank you. Peace out. All right. Great call. And yeah. And I, you know, uh, I, you know, I use that. That's a great point that that she brought up as as well too by even asking the question. You know, because I think that you know one of the practicalities that we're all dealing with in this day and age is you know it's a, let's not kid ourselves. It's a bit harder out there. You know, there's a high unemployment rate. There's a lot more competition for things. Than there ever has been in the past, and maybe we'll talk a little bit about that too, since uh, we got some more time here. Uh, let me welcome everybody again. I got some new people jumping in the chat rooms. I'm sure we got other people listening. Uh, welcome, nudges. Um, I really get a kick out of that um, handle name, by the way, too. That's awesome. Because <laughs> in, in in New York, where I grew up, you could also be, um, you know, if you said that you're a nudge. Uh, a nudge kind of means like you're a little bit of a pain in the ass, but at a positive level, it can mean someone that kind of pushes people a little bit, pushes buttons a little bit to nudge someone. Um, in fact, you know, there's a really great book called The Secret Language of Birthdays. It's this huge, thick manual, and it basically goes into every person's birthday and then gets into a lot of detail and information about what your – your, <laughs> what well, your nudges are saying thank you, LOL, uh, what your name means. Uh, my birthday is November 29th, and this is really funny because in that secret language of birthdays, it, you know, again, they kind of say, you know, you're the velvet voice, you're the terminal romantic, you're the practical one, you know, there's all these different types of things connected with one's birthday. And um, when I looked in the book many years ago, even when I first was getting into metaphysics, it said my birthday was the... Uh, the day of the instigator and I had a laugh because you could not, that could not be more accurate I've been doing that all my life I have this tendency to kind of stir things up with my friends or people around me and like, I mean even shake up their lives sometimes, so I mean I just can't help doing it it's something that I do, but then I'll always kind of heal it and smooth it out, if they ask you know what I mean, it's just something that I just do like almost automatically, and, and I always say, I always joke, I'm also, uh, I think people see, see me as a very wise person, I'm also a bit of a wise ass, because I think humor is a very powerful healing agent, and I think it, it's wise to use it, you know what I mean, like I don't think um, that it's something that we should be ashamed of or uncomfortable about, I, I like to burst bubbles in that sense, I think we a lot of us have, we get caught up with too much pretense about sort of protecting elements of ourselves, and I don't know, man, I think the way to have ease in life is to not let anything really bother you very much, you know. Uh, Anyway, so uh, welcome, uh, Ashley, uh, back as well, too. I see some familiar uh, faces here, or, well, I don't know about your faces, but familiar names and comments. So Nudge just mentions that um, their birthday is November 2nd. Uh, I'm saying these things out loud because a lot of people listen to the show later on in the archive, so they're not really going to see your comments in the chat room. But absolutely feel free to ask questions and to comment in the chat room and talk to each other. I like that, and I think that's a good thing, so don't hesitate to do that. So, yeah, November 2nd, I don't have that book, The Secret Language of Birthdays, uh, but I can give you some little basics, nudges on your birthday. You know, November 2nd, of course, uh, the sun is in Scorpio. Um, anytime someone's born on the 2nd or the 20th from a numerology perspective, that's kind of a partnership, relationship, um, kind of dip- diplomatic, kind of balancing type of number. Um, if you're born on the 2nd, You have to be aware that you have a special ability and a gift to kind of absorb um, and pick up and sense other people's emotions, feelings, um, and even pick things up from them. I always say two birthdays, this also goes for people born on the 11th and the 29th, by the way, um, are absorbers. So if you're around someone um, and you get close to them, you'll often take their energy at some level. So this could be good or bad. Depend on how you look at it. On the good side, like I, I'm, my birthday is the 29th, so that's somewhat of a 2 also. It's an 11 two. And, uh of November. And um, I always notice that when I'm around people, I will in many ways take on some of their characteristics. Um, if I'm around, it's, it, it works beneficially and then it's worked negatively. If I'm around people that are very creative or artistic, then I become more creative and more artistic. I've even found this to be the case with something even weirder but if, I, if I'm if i around people that are very attractive and, and beautiful, I get kind of prettier. It's just the weirdest thing. I just think it's something that two people do without realizing that they do it, that you can absorb characteristics. And when I say absorb it, it doesn't mean like you take the characteristic from them and they lose it. Like you get their money or their <laughs> talent, or they're pretty, and then they're left uh destroyed and ugly and you know i mean it's not anymore that way you just i mean it's like you're studying almost unconsciously in that sense on the negative side when you 're around people that are angry or fearful, you know a lot of times we can pick those things up too, and that could be kind of a bummer um, you know the sun is in Scorpio nudges when you were born too, and I, you know I always say you know Scorpio can be a little bit of a tough sign in that sense because. Scorpio's kind of job is to um, become aware of the animal side of man and to not let themselves be pulled into that. So, you know, Scorpios always have that feeling like they've had to sort of overcome a bit. You know, on the positive side, very perseverant, very loyal, um, uh, you know, very consistent, very hardworking, um, very devoted. You know, Scorpios have always eventually come to a realization of purpose the problem is though to get to that sense of life purpose a lot of times you got to go through a little crap to kind of get there not one of the easier signs um in that context because often you have to kind of go through some personal transformation but it really can be a very very strong sign uh it's a couple of different elements of scorpio you can see scorpio as the um as the scorpion uh you know sometimes it getting caught in the bad elements of it, stinging others, getting angry, holding grudges, or stinging yourself, which is more common for Scorpios to kind of punish themselves, um, more than there's the other side of Scorpio, which is like the eagle or the phoenix, which is, uh, you know, the phoenix, the mystical bird that transforms itself in the fire and, and becomes something else in that sense, and that's an awesome element. And there's even a third element to Scorpio, too, that you can look at. You can also see it in many ways as the dove, the Gandhi image of the ascended spiritual master, But, you know, again, in order to get to that place, you often have to kind of go through some stuff to kind of get there in that sense. Uh, I have a brother who's two years older than me, and I'm I'm Taurus rising, and my brother is Scorpio rising. And we were born in the same family, and I had a great childhood, and my brother had a lousy one. (laughs) Exact same parents, you know what I mean? It was just a – he read my parents differently. They treated him differently. You know, Scorpio risers tend to be kind of mama's boys – uh, <laughs> male Scorpio rising. I definitely fit into that category. He was able to manipulate my mother easily. But my brother had a really tough time. And he, he was very sharp. He was very smart. He was Scorpio rising. Sun and Virgo, though. Um, but he did tend to see things a bit as a power play in that sense and, and had a difficult time. He's definitely he's in his uh, late 40s now. He's certainly a very, very you know happy person now. It just took a little while to get there. <laughs> So anyway, a little basic astrology to throw in there for, for uh for you nudges. Uh okay, so uh I'm gonna throw the phone number phone lines out here. If anybody has a question they wanna or a comment or they want to call in, they're welcome to. otherwise I'm gonna keep talking a little bit about some of these uh snake charms. But the call in number here is six four six two hundred three nine six six. You probably have to dial a one beforehand. Uh one six four six two hundred three nine six six if you want to call in. Feel free to ask questions or comments in the chat room as well. Uh, we got about 15 more minutes of the show. Okay, so back to my other point. I was talking about ear coning. And, uh, you know, in, in my book, um, you know, I had quite a few other different snake charms, as I wanted to call them. Uh, one of them is about, um, uh, about lucid dreaming, uh, about past life recall and regressions. Um, I talk a bit about, um, again, I mentioned ear coning, uh, acupuncture, different types of healing modalities, and there really are, uh, there's really a lot of ways to to heal, to mend, to fix the body, the spirit, the soul. Um, one of the things that I, I highly recommend, and we've talked about this a lot on this show, is I teach classes teaching people how to read tarot cards and rune stones and, and do astrology, and you know... Almost anybody really can have the ability to learn these things. Again, it's just kind of a commitment to uh, being able to, to kind of trust uh, that, you know, when, whenever you're learning something, you often kind of feel a little bit like a dummy in the beginning. Um, and one of the things I've said before in, in past shows is a lot of times when people decide they're going to work with an oracle, they often choose the tarot, which is really one of the most complicated, difficult oracles to start with. You'd be far better off doing something like angel cards or rune stones, uh, basic numerology, things of that nature are much easier to start with and work with, guys. Uh, the um, uh, tarot can be a bit more advanced, but certainly something you know you you can uh, check out as well too. But it, I always kind of say it's like kind of going from addition and subtraction and, and to to algebra. But the the beauty of working with an oracle. Um, is often really it, it, you have the ability to kind of get insight um, and uh, awareness about any subject, you know, if you pull a rune stone on it, you know, there's times when it'll just go, wow, you'll go, this is really fitting, this is really, really um, exactly right on and there may be other times when you're not really thrilled with what an oracle says it may be, you know, a lesson that you're going through with something that you don't, you can't fully grasp yet um, that may take a little while so, uh, I always say, you know, don't be stressed, we don't always get good cards um sometimes we we have difficulty you know to work through as an as a way of growing and evolving, but you know that, that's kind of the the whole point in that sense um I always remember years ago uh when i was uh, was at a um it was kind of a metaphysical group that used to meet and uh we had uh, we would do this kind of yearly thing where we pulled a rune at the uh, for the year, like kind of a runic symbol for the year to work with. And I remember, um, you know, it was really cool. Everybody would pull a rune. Some people would have a similar runes. They often would ask me to read the interpretation of the rune. You know, I guess I'm the guy with the speaking voice, I guess even though I guess my voice might irritate some people. But it's that New York sound that's still kind of there, even though I've been in Arizona for 20 years. But uh, we uh, I would read those out loud, and we would talk about it. And I remember watching someone pull a rune, and they pulled the rune reversed and then kind of turned it right side up when they realized it was reversed. And I kind of thought that that was a little bit like sort of manipulative in that sense. Uh, because, you know, if you pull a rune reversed, uh, you know, it's just a reverse rune like a reverse tarot card. It doesn't mean that it's bad. It just means that you're, you've are you got to kind of proceed with caution. You have to be conscious of where you might misuse your power or misread something or have some difficulty in those terms. Um, I know every about two or three months I read my own tarot cards, and um i've had i find a lot of times i'll have similar cards that will keep popping up for a series <laughs> of a few months uh, and sometimes the more difficult ones like the humor part is i you know when i keep getting a difficult card this part of me that wants to fling the damn thing out of the deck so it's not even an option but i'm not that foolish i don't mind looking at it and one of the things that has come up a lot in my own uh, my own spreads again i usually do a spread about every 3 months or so is i kept getting the king of swords reversed uh, and it, it can represent an air sign male who's not communicating, or, or 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 speaking clearly, or someone who's angry, or someone who's bitter, or someone who carries a negative past around with them, or someone who just is shut off and not communicating. And it's funny because I had a situation with someone, a friend of mine, who just disappeared, shut off, disappeared. I don't think it's about me though. I think it's uh, I think I had an issue with his job. Males tend to be funny when they're out of work or. Or um, feeling a little on the low side, they kind of often will retreat. Um, but I also realized I kept looking at the card and thinking it's aspects of myself. It's been a little bit of a difficult year. I've had some uh, some struggles that I've had to work through, and uh, so I, I the card I think is reminding me to not become crabby and bitter and and pissy and you know what I mean as well too. So. Uh, there's a value in it even though it's a negative but again the negative doesn't mean that you're going to do that it's kind of reminding you what not to do so that's actually one of the things that I like about oracles they're they're, they're really meant to guide us um, and help us if it's positive bingo we can go with it if it's negative you know it gives us the conscious ability to attempt to adjust okay so uh, we've got time for one question and KJ is asking a question in the chat room so I'm going to read this and pull a card for uh, for them. Okay, so KJ's question is, I have a question. Our work is going through a transition where another company is kind of buying us out, so we had to apply for the position with the new company. I'm supposed to find out in two weeks if I will get the job. Will you pull a card for me and share your intuition, please? Okay, yes, I will. Let's see what we get on that. Okay, so let me see. Let me get kind of quiet for a minute here and see what we get about the job situation. I'm calling you KJ because I'm a spaz, and every time I try to pronounce your thing, I get it kind of messed up or I get it wrong. Um, Yeah, okay, so here's what I'm getting. I pulled three cards for you. Ten of swords came up reversed in the past. Four of stones and the king of stones reversed come up in the present. So, tennis swords reverse in the past means, you know, what what you went through um, with the transition, with the buyout, all of that. Um, uh, Casey, thank you. That's perfect. <laughs> Casey, yeah, as a bummer, um, uh, tennis swords reverse means an ending of something, you know. Um, a feeling of kind of have to trust a process where there can be a little bit of a depression or sadness connected with something or a frustration or just a difficulty, so yeah, I think it was a tough little maneuver in that sense and and definitely having to reapply with a new company is is uh is uh, is difficult in and of itself. It makes me think of a story many, many years ago in my, my mid to late 20s when I was a waiter. I worked in a restaurant and a new company took it over and they changed it from kind of a classy restaurant into a restaurant called G. Willikers. Um, every sarcastic fiber of my being was cringing at the ridiculousness of calling a restaurant that was like a rib place and a, a G. Willikers. Oh, but, of course, we had to reapply for our jobs, and they said they would find a job for all of us. And, anyway, the place lasted about a year before it closed down. Uh, what what, a, what a shocker. Uh, but, anyway, so sometimes you have to deal with these kind of dumb things. So it made me think about that. The Ten of Swords Reverse is suggesting, yeah, that it was a little bit of a difficult process um, that you went through, so I don't want to minimize that. But the good news is the Four of Stones comes up next to the king of stones uh reverse the four stones means money and stability and uh security so yeah you're going to be okay um yeah and answer your question yes you're going to be fine i just had this card in my spread as well too and um i just got an influx of some money a few opportunities so there's like a feeling of a little bit of stability finally so that's a great card the king of stones comes up reverse though um, and connected with this. So it can indicate like two things to be conscious of in the situation. Uh, it can bring up the idea that there is um, a difficulty with a male or a female, a boss or someone who's controlling or strong-willed or opinionated or stubborn. Um, it, it can also um, bring up issues uh, personally that are connected with the feeling of feeling like a lack of security like a lack of stability, like an anxiety around money, finances, security, stability. Um, and I would not be surprised if that was not part of what what you'll, you're going through and you will go through with a new company because of all this adapting. So the other kind of mirror to this would be whether this is an actual person or people that reflect these characteristics of, of Earth reversed, um, like the cards are saying. Also, it's always that reminder to look inside ourselves, too, that we have to be careful that we're not being stubborn or inflexible or, um, you know, reflecting those characteristics too because we're frustrated. Um, and it's understandable, but, you know, again, I think that uh, I'm feeling like there's going to be some kind of solution, so I don't feel like you're necessarily out of work. But I feel like it feels like to me, like, again, like you have to kind of start over or there's a feeling of having to adapt to some baloney uh, <laughs> for uh yeah, you had a, uh, she, she's commenting that she had a lot of problems with uh, had a, had a lot of problems with my current boss. Yeah, so there's more of that I think in some respects. But what I'm kind of getting is I'm still seeing the Four of Stones, Casey. So that's very cool. That means you're actually going to be okay. Um, that's kind of a stability card. Uh, but again, a little bit more future frustration. And I feel like I keep kind of getting the message to not take. What other people do, what other people say personally, that that will be your ease in, in making this transition at this point in the game. So I do see a stability, but also, again, I feel like it's going to bring up a little uh, anxiety in that sense uh, in the in the near future as well, too. So um, here's my little recommendation for you, Casey. You know, be in this world but not of it. You know, everybody can remember that, be in this world but not of it um you know deal with the world and the details of it but it's not your home you're here and you will operate but you know i, I take uh, you know often once or twice a day i take brief naps um in fact i have a cat and every time i you know go to lay down for like a half hour or so my cat just, she's like a dog. She just gets so excited. Like she runs and jumps on the bed and she wants to snuggle up with you. I'm like, how do you, how do, how do you not want to snuggle up with an adorable cat? I've always been an animal person. Dogs, I can't have a dog because I'm in a condo. But uh, I, my, I turned my cat into a dog, of course. Uh, so, but I, I, the reason I do the naps is because, you know, I frequently meditate and, and temper and pull out of the world. And that's what I think keeps me sane. So I highly recommend that for everybody. You know, and be in this world but not of it. Realize that, you know, there is a lot of a lot of people are flipping out now. And we notice that. I mean, even this whole Occupy Wall Street thing and everything, which, by the way, there's a part of this that I like. I like the fact that people are kind of protesting and being a little um, demonstrative. Um, that's one of the things that was bugging me, I think, for the last 10 years or so, as I was looking at a lot of Young people, too, and I'm like, "Where's that getting pissed off spirit and wanting to change things energy so i'm I'm happy to kind of see that coming up again at that level. I'm not really sure how effective this thing is gonna be, but it is it's sort of that little bit of a feel of that sixties seventies thing when when people picketed or you know what I mean, or got really really pissed off about stuff and wanted to change it so Bravo that a little of that energy's coming back in. I'm happy to see that, so um uh, good. You know, it's us open our mouths. You know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a big mouth, and I encourage other people to open their mouths, too. There is a value. So, Casey, you're welcome. Um, I'm glad I could be a help. Very interesting. Do you see? Uh, this is what I love about the show, and it's very similar when I do personal sessions. I'll do four sessions at home in my office in a day. Like maybe two of them will come in, and then two of them are by phone. And it's so common that everybody has a similar theme that came in on the same day, even though they don't know that they uh, the people around them were going through similar things. So I see that also on the show. If you listen to back shows and, and catch when there was a couple of callers or a few people at asked, you'll often see kind of a similar theme. So that's cool. I like that. There's always kind of these weird little connectives that come up. Okay, uh, looks like we're down to our last minute and a half here, so let me kind of finish up. Thank you, everybody, with your questions, your comments, and, and all of my uh, wonderful listeners and Questions and comments in the chat room um Ashley you are still with me here, and anyone who's quietly listening <laughs> and uh anyone who'll catch us in the archives also um and you can check out the show that way. All the shows are archived, so you can always catch them if you're not already getting my monthly newsletter, email me at, at yahoo dot com or at venturawords at mac dot com to get added to the mailing list. Uh, aside from the fact that you get to read the columns and my books first for free, um, it's only a monthly column, by the way, and it's blind copy. I don't want to get your email address from me. Um, I do a lot of promotional specials and things, discounts on readings and, you know, things for my books and classes. And I'm also going to be doing Skype classes uh, sometime in 2012. So you'll be on the mailing list for that. So you can kind of get all the info around that and feel free also to pass the newsletter on to other people to sign up for you know i mean i I'm, i like to talk and and it, it's a fun newsletter and very informative so absolutely hop on it and it, you know if you want to check out any of my books there's information there you can order dirty little secrets on amazon as well and Snake Oil Volume one will be available uh... within the next uh... probably a month and a half two months i'll give you information about that on the show as well as in the newsletter so uh... Anyway, thank you, everybody, for tuning in today. Always uh, fun, and I'll be back here again next week, and we'll kind of do a viewers-listeners' choice show. So thank you again for tuning in to Snake Oil Radio. This is Jim Ventura wishing everybody an awesome day, and uh, we'll catch up with you next time. Cheers.